Hello and welcome to the COVID New Podcast. Today I'll be talking about mental health at home and healthy coping mechanisms. With me, Tapo Chingati Piri. Let me start off with a bit about me. I'm a proud German and Malawian British citizen. German by birth and Malawian by blood. The eldest of two siblings living in Essex. I've lived half my life in the army and the other half as a civvy. Oh yes, and I'm 16, doing A-levels in psych, politics and modern history. I've always loved people, and quite frankly being the centre of attention. So at any event, I was the MC. I was quite frankly the VIP of every event. Even if I upstaged a few birthdays or christenings, and even a few brides. I was confident, bubbly, and ready to tackle it all. But as I grew older, I started to feel a bit different, from the age of about seven or eight. I began to notice comments about me, my skin, my culture, my identity, but much of which I never understood. So I shrugged it aside. It wasn't till year seven that I realised it was racism. It was obvious and unavoidable. Snarky side comments from, you need to get lighter, you skin bleaches, you're dirty and ugly, dark skin disaster. It was a lot, and it was not right, but I let it slide. Laughed it off, dismissed the feeling inside. It's my biggest regret in life that I was forced to stay silent because I feared backlash and I feared rejection. Because my pain manifested itself in taking an exfoliating glove and scrubbing my skin on my forehead off to try and get rid of my colour, my identity, me. Which did nothing but cause me pain physically, as my wound that I physically inflicted on myself hurt me in the short term and took weeks to heal. But in the long term, it still haunts me today. But I see the scar on my face, that darker patch from where I wasn't okay, and it reminds me that I don't want anyone to resort to unhealthy coping mechanisms like I did. To combat that anxiety I felt around people because I felt I was wrong. Like I didn't belong. Like I didn't deserve to be cared for. That is something I even now struggle with sometimes. I struggle with letting my guard down and trusting people to help me. And I probably always will. But I've learned to cope healthily. Distractions and alternatives like reading, walks, runs, drawing, watching anime, fashion shows, music, songwriting, poems, public speaking, acting and activism. Cooking, eating, timing and making schedules to create tools that can be used and adapted based on the environment or stretching based on the need. Any way to vent my anger and lessen the anxiety to build my confidence again in a way that will not hurt myself or others physically or mentally, to not upset anybody. So really, anything can be a mechanism, as long as you don't upset any housemates or parents and guardians. Now, when it comes to parents and guardians, they need to be on board, to understand your newfound interest, to support you emotionally, mentally, or even financially. If they already are aware of mental health and they want to actively break the stigma, then good on them, and they should 100% keep it going. If not then hear me out. If they're not aware or in understanding, you need to explain to them that mental health is what we all have. Nobody is at 100% 24-7, but that's okay because we can deal with it. We can put coping mechanisms in place like timing or daily walks into our day that help with it, to make time for you, to breathe. Even if it's just crying our eyes out to a love song or baking that brownie, we all need time for us. And you, me, everyone deserves that, no matter what.
And if you want to spend that time in conversation, then do so. Because breaking the stigma starts small. And it starts with you taking that step and getting real. On our feelings and our emotions. In order to better our mental health and our understanding of our self-esteem. Whether you write them a letter on how you feel or talk to them about mental health in general, we've got to start somewhere because if not now, then when? If not us, then who? I hope you enjoyed listening and that you can understand the importance of mental health and talking about it because so many young people face mental illness and the pandemic has exacerbated it. So please have the conversation with your friends, family and together we can unite to show the importance of youth voice and making our voices count to better the lives of everyone.